Don't we all want freedom? We want freedom to say what we want to. We want freedom to do what we want to do. We want freedom to be ourselves without judgment. But the freedom we should really be talking about is the spiritual freedom Christ died for. Join me this week as I talk about five spiritual freedoms we have in Jesus. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. to be honest, I truly never understood the freedom that Jesus died for until years into my walk with him. I walked around in slavery to my every whim for a good bit of my life until I began to understand and choose to walk in the freedom of Christ. The freedom I'm talking about is a freedom that is unrestrained by affliction and oppression. This is what true freedom is. It is freedom to choose right from wrong. Many of us are walking around without even realizing we don't have that kind of freedom. We think we're making choices when the choices we're making are made from a reaction to maybe a trauma or circumstances in our upbringing or in our past. Most of the time, the choices we make are out of what makes us feel good. This isn't true freedom. As you, as a parent, begin to walk in true freedom, your children are more likely to walk in the freedom and victory of Jesus in their own personal lives. All this week, we are going to be talking about different aspects of spiritual freedom, as well as praying these truths over our children. Won't you join the Raising Kids on Your Knees Prayer Tribe and get your free prayer sheets this week for your children? And you'll also get free devotions to help you step up your spiritual parenting and what we're praying for for our kids this week. There's a link in the show description that will take you straight to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org so that you can subscribe to our prayer tribe. So let's get started talking about five of the spiritual freedoms that we have in Jesus. The first freedom that you gain is freedom from condemnation. Romans 8.1 promises us this. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. I personally walked around with luggage bags full of condemnation after coming to know Jesus. Some of it came from the way I was raised. Some of it was because I was just so hard on myself and a good bit of it was from listening to the voice of the enemy and believing his lies. For me, condemnation had become a habitual sin and condemnation for me was sin because I wasn't believing the truth in the Bible that tells me that there is no more condemnation for those of us who belong to Jesus. Once I confessed my sin and put a stake in the ground, choosing to believe the truth, I was free. But don't get me wrong about that. Freedom didn't mean that I never wrestled with it again. But what it did mean is that I could recognize it. I rebuked the lies of the enemy and I could choose to walk in truth. See, that is what real true freedom is. Not that you don't wrestle with something, but that you recognize it and you can choose the truth. 
Here's something to process as a parent. Are you the voice of condemnation in your child's life? The second thing freedom in Jesus gives us is the freedom to walk with him. Psalm 1945 tells us this, I will walk in freedom for I have devoted myself to your commandments. As a believer in Jesus Christ, when we devote ourselves to the commands of God, we will walk in freedom. It may not feel or even seem like freedom to follow the commands of another, but prior to becoming a believer, we didn't care what God's commands were. We walked according to our own understanding, which only led to being blown by every wind that comes along. Don't believe the lie that this is freedom because it isn't. You are a slave to what moves you at the moment. As a parent, the winds of change and chaos will blow frequently. When we choose to walk in the commands of God, we will walk in freedom from the storms of life. That doesn't mean there won't be storms, but when the storms of life do blow, devoting ourselves to God's commands is a guarantee not to be tossed around by them. As your children see you devote yourselves to the commandments of God, they too will be encouraged to devote themselves to them and walk in freedom. Let me ask you this question today. Are you walking in the freedom that comes with being devoted to the commands of God? The third freedom is something that is absolutely impossible to do without Jesus. That's walking in the Spirit. If you look at Galatians 5.16, it says this, So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. We've all read that portion of Romans where Paul says, I don't really understand myself or what I want to do. What I want to do is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. I can totally relate to that. How about you? I remember being a slave to whatever my flesh desired. The desires of my flesh were so strong. I couldn't help but give in to them. If something felt good, I did it. If something looked good, I ate it. If it felt good to be mean to someone who hurt me, I did it. I was spiritually dead in my sin. When I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I became spiritually alive. The power of the Holy Spirit takes residence up in us when we choose to do that. Choosing to walk in accordance with the Spirit that is alive in us will keep us from gratifying the desires of our flesh, which are completely contrary to the truth. Because Jesus left us this gift of the Holy Spirit, we're free to walk in the Spirit. Are you walking in the Spirit? Are you still giving in to all that your flesh wants? This fourth freedom has made the difference, the biggest difference in my life. It is the freedom to choose forgiveness. When you read Luke 17, 3, you see the significance of walking in an attitude of forgiveness. Here's what it says. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. There are no words that can adequately describe the power that forgiveness has to set us free. I truly personally believe it is the door to freedom in Christ. Forgiveness is a choice of our will to walk in obedience to what God says. 
It's not based on my feelings or what the other person has done to me or how I even feel about the other person. It's solely about me and my walk of obedience to Jesus. Once I learned that it was my choice to make, contrary to my feelings, I was able to make that choice despite my feelings. When I make the choice to be obedient to forgive others, God is always faithful to set me free from the bitterness and hatred that inevitably follow unforgiveness. If you don't believe me, try it. If you would like more information on the power of forgiveness, check out my article on the website. I will leave a link to it in the show description. Are you walking in the freedom of forgiveness? The fifth freedom is the biggest freedom there is, and it is the freedom to live eternity with Jesus. John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. The ultimate freedom we have as a child of God is the freedom of an eternity spent in heaven with Jesus. Those who are still spiritually dead will not know an eternity in heaven with Jesus. Do you believe that? The Bible says this, he has planted eternity in the human heart. That's in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11. We all have eternity in our heart, but we all also have a choice of where we will spend eternity. God's not going to strong arm anyone into heaven, but he will draw us with cords of loving kindness. That you can find in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3. The only thing I will ever be able to take to heaven with me are the ones I love. Getting behind what God is doing to draw them to himself does not guarantee that they will make that choice, but it does get us out of the way of God speaking to their hearts. As a parent, this is a question that we have to ask ourselves. Are we trying to strong arm our children into heaven? Or are we loving them with the love of Christ and allowing him to write their story of salvation? If you don't know this freedom to live eternity with Jesus and you would like to surrender your life to him so that you can, won't you please head over to the RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org website and click the salvation tab. If you've done that and you've prayed those prayers that are over there on the website, would you please contact me and let me know that you have prayed those prayers? I would love to send you some information on what it means to be a child of God. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I don't take it lightly that you've spent some of your time listening to the podcast. I'm so grateful for you. Won't you share it with somebody if you've been blessed today? Before I pray, I want to encourage you to listen to the information at the end of this podcast on the Rest, Refresh, Renew Marriage Retreat. I would love to see you there. Your marriage is your biggest parenting tool. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for this opportunity to spend some time with my friend. Lord, I pray that you would grant us courage to walk in the freedom that you came to give us. You were so generous. You loved us so much. And you want us to walk in the freedom that you came to give us. And that gift that you're given us, Lord, help us to receive that gift and walk in freedom today. I lift my friend up to you. Grant them a great day and a great time of prayer this week over their children. In Jesus' name, amen.
As my friend Jamie Bailey at Expedition Marriage says, your marriage is your best parenting tool. We at Raising Kids on Your Knees couldn't agree more. So join us September 10th through 12th, 2021 at beautiful Lake Junaluska, North Carolina for the very first Rest, Refresh, Renew Marriage Retreat. Rod and I, Chris and Jamie Bailey, and Taylor and Betsy Pendergrass will all be there to give you the tools you need to make your marriage a legacy changer. You can get all the details at RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and click the Marriage button. We hope to see you there.